Welcome to Baden Bulletin, where Catholicism and the people of Baden learn so much from God's mercy. The mercy of God, this is part two of our conversation with, um, with Sarah and myself to discover a little bit more and explore how the mercy of God works and is applied to our hearts and to our souls and to our spirits. Um, my name is Father Cusick. I'm the pastor of St. Michael's in Baden, Maryland, the metropolis, um, the very sophisticated Baden, uh, Maryland area, which uh, includes a Quasco as well, uh, which also inc- kind of includes Croom. So I want to reach out to all my friends in Croom over there. Um, and I'm joined always by Sarah Grace Mason. <laughs> Hello, Father. How are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm swimming in mercy. Wow. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds delightful. Yes, it's here. It's always here. We just have to dive in, Father. I'm learning that more and more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you learned how to swim really early on, but um, when I was a little kid, my mom and dad brought me to swimming lessons. And, one of the, and I didn't realize this at the time because when you're like four years old, you don't realize like what's happening. Yes. But one of the things that they do... Uh, to get the child to hold their breath so that they can practice going below the water is they blow really quickly into their face. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, they just give a, like yes. a really quick blow into their face. And that's probably how we, we are when we need mercy. It's like a blow, a fresh, <laughs> fresh wind, and then we're enveloped in mercy. We go in the water and we swim around. That's right. That's right, Father. <laughs> yes, yeah, just a little gentle touch from the Lord. That's right. We'll from do our, it. From our, our Father in heaven. Yes. So how are things in the Baden area? Now we have just gotten a little bit on the chilly side. Notice this morning I walked outside going to church and there was a chill. Oh, yes. It's lovely. Fall is coming, Father. It is. It is. And as soon we'll have beautiful uh, colors around on the trees and mums getting planted and pumpkins. I've already seen one of our neighbors yes. have pumpkins out on their front porch. Oh my. Yes, it's a beautiful time of year. And it's this time of year um, draws families together too as well for Thanksgiving. And, um, and you know, I think the family is the heart of mercy. Like that in the family is where you really learn mercy. Um, And I know every family has to practice it all the time. I mean, it's... They do. (laughs) They do, because there's a lot of things that require mercy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've been... um, It's one of my own most difficult struggles, I think, is learning how to be merciful to myself. Um, I think that's where we ended last time, just talking. We brought that up, but it, it's, it's really a difficult thing. There are a lot of different facets to it. Um, and Jesus is teaching me. He's teaching me little by little. I'm so grateful and sometimes I think he teaches when we make big mistakes. Those are opportunities or, you know. Um, Occasions for even greater graces. Yes. And for in those mistakes that 
that we make where we're beating ourselves up on the inside, oftentimes if we are keeping our spiritual eyes open um, and we're trying to come to Jesus for help, he reaches out with the tenderest, kindest, most loving mercy. Uh, I've experienced it a number of times, and it's really life-changing. You start to actually get to know him and his heart, the beauty of his heart of mercy. You know, and then... Um, yeah, you reminded me a lot of our conversation last time, which... Um, we ended really just um, walking through the divine mercy image, which, as you had mentioned, really is kind of like a modernized sacred heart icon, um, really giving us the picture that Jesus's love and his um, sensitivity, you know, for us is is really from his his divine but human heart, yes. you know, because his one of his hands is touching the the cloak. The, the garment right next to his heart mm-hmm. and he's basically opening the the garment yes. so that what comes out but his his the rays of, of, of the red ray and the and the white ray the the red one being the blood that was shed to, mm-hmm. to cover us and to um, bring us forgiveness and then the white one to represent uh, the gift of the Eucharist which mm-hmm. is his body you know that he is really Beautiful. present. Yeah in this mysterious reality called Holy Communion, you know, called the, yes. bl- the most blessed sacrament. So, um, yeah, so it really reminds me of tenderness. It really reminds me of vulnerability. Because why would Jesus do that if he wasn't interested in having that intimate and vulnerable, you know, contact yes. with all of us? Yes, and he spoke so much to Faustina about mercy and how he wanted her to tell the whole world how much he wanted to forgive the sinner and bless the sinner if only they would come to him. But I think the wall that I run up against inside myself oftentimes is that I, I'm not ready to forgive myself. You know, I, I want to be perfect or I, I don't want to have sinned. I don't want to have messed up. I don't want to acknowledge that, okay, I blew it. <laughs> I blew it again. And, you know, it's painful because I'm not ready to love myself the way Jesus loves me. I think a lot of people are in that yeah. same posture that many times what we have going on sort of as a, a storyline in our minds is that yeah. We need to be a perfect person. We need to be the best looking. We need to have the best um, vocabulary, the best position in our company. And, you know, we, we strive after these things. And it's almost like a narrative that, well, when we don't have those things, yeah. you are a loser. <laughs> you are a big weirdo. You mean our own, like the own, our own, our like, own yeah, talk, or yeah, or, our own talk that yeah. you know we we let s- sort of our thoughts run a little bit wild, and yeah. what I think happens is that when we realize we aren't these things, um, we try and push even harder and say like, well, just get just get better, or just take more classes, or you know, ignore this person who's like slowing you down, you know, whatever it is, you know, like just to kind of focus and be self-absorbed. And that's kind of how I think some people 
experience even their spiritualities is that mm -hmm. if they're not getting sort of a, a result that they really mm -hmm. have like you know been hoping for like a, the best job or a high, a high paycheck or you know the, the, the best looking boyfriend um well then you must be a slacker yeah you know and you must be really worthless right right <laughs> yes it's so easy to to really put ourselves down at mm -hmm. least for me it's a, a constant battle against putting myself down in my own emo like my thoughts and emotions that are the thoughts in my mind um mm -hmm. the emotions you know or the feelings the thoughts in my mind and uh i'm the lord is so good he's so good and he's teaching me that i actually need to start choosing to have thoughts that are positive and loving and kind because saint paul teaches love is patient love is kind you know um et cetera, et cetera. but you know love isn't rude i think he says you know so um just being patient and kind to myself is very very difficult when i make mistakes yeah and at the end of that passage which is in corinthians first corinthians 13 mm -hmm. um paul also great goes into a the last part of the scripture that says you know um Oh, I wish I had it in front of me. Um, but to summarize it is, um, you know, so the greatest gifts are faith, hope, and love, right? And so when we're going through, you know, difficulties, challenges yeah. with accepting ourselves before God, accepting his, his forgiveness, well, it's an invitation towards faith, first of oh, all, yes. isn't it? Because yes. faith draws out something in us, mm -hmm. this great gift of there is a God, there, yeah. is, there is a Father, I can call upon him. Yes he supports me coming to him and being blessed and being uplifted and being healed, right? Yeah. A lot of us who are wounded and, and not, you know, not able to get out of these wounds is because, well, we need to start with faith. God, yes. God, God, is, God is with you. God is sending you grace today. Yes. You know? And, and faith in his mercy. And faith in the mercy of God. Yeah. yeah. Faith, hope, and love, these th three things <clears throat> remain but the greatest of them is love yes that's what he says yeah yeah so you, you sort of as you mentioned can repeat these passages yeah. and and positive um aphorisms yes to give you that sort of uh feedback yeah and start to push away the um sort of the self-critical and yes. almost there's rude right we're being yeah. kind of rude and mean to ourselves we are <laughs> yeah and even self-hatred sometimes it can become that you're so angry at yourself you feel self-hatred or loathing towards yourself and those are very strong words but i think we have to be on guard against those things because sometimes you know you can even beat yourself up in the name of piety like what do you mean oh, by that i mean like if you sin you know, sometimes you can misunderstand <clears throat> some of the saints or something, how they, you know, or even parts of scripture where it says, I am a worm and no man, or, you know, like um, where it, um, I'm the worst of the worst, things like that. Like when people say that type of thing, if they're saying that, they're saying it with a deep understanding 
that they're loved totally by God. And not that they're corrupt in and of themselves. That's the mistake, right? As people say, I am a worm or I am, you know, I am the dust, you know, type thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like, well, we are, we are nothing, but we're so completely loved by God. Mm-hmm. That's And transformed. We are, we become transformed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, because this is a little difficult. It's the subject, I think, some of the saints really put themselves, like they talked about themselves in ways that you could misunderstand, like they're depreciating themselves. Mm-hmm. But actually they had a deep understanding of how loved they were by God. And because of that, they could talk about their sins. It's almost like a free thing, right? Yes. Yeah. But they knew they were loved. They weren't, it they, was, they weren't defined by their sins. Right. They knew that they had happened. There's things that have held them back from God's go- yeah. goodness, but that God, in his mercy, changed, changed yeah. them from a sinner to a saint. Yeah, they were set free by God's mercy and his love and forgiveness. So I think, you know, sometimes if we're, trying, we're striving for holiness and we mess up, we can beat ourselves up and be like, oh, you know, you sinned or get really down or discouraged. But that's actually not going to lead us on the right road back to Jesus's merciful heart if we're beating ourselves up about our sin. It takes us away from him because he's not beating us up. He's wanting to say, I forgive you. you know? There's great uh, wisdom in the Ignatian spirituality mm-hmm. on this is that if we have a evil spirit that's like kind of like, um, a critical spirit or yeah. a spirit that leaves us discouraged, we know that that is not a spirit from God, that right. that is the spirit of lies and of darkness. And yes. that in Ignatian spirituality, yeah. you actually go through steps to kind of do this thing where you acknowledge that that is not a spirit of God, yeah. and that, you know, that he, he's not sending you those evil or those, um, you know, self, you know, um, deprecating type of thoughts right that that include yeah. that enclose us and make us feel sad right exactly yeah because we all do have original sin like mm-hmm. we know that we have that wound inside mm-hmm. of us right and that we sometimes have these inclinations towards sinning yes mm-hmm. so being able to realize that jesus loves us anyway you know when we experience our own sinfulness those inclinations to sin that in themselves aren't sins, mm-hmm. you know, right. We experience those of, and we know, okay, you know, like I, I have this, I have, I have this weakness in me. from mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, right. like it, I'm a human being and I have these weaknesses, mm-hmm. but Jesus is not looking at me with hatred or disdain. Mm-mm. He's looking at me with tender love and, and he wants to fill me with his Holy Spirit so that I can be lifted up out of that and saved from it. Like, And I think there, maybe the reason he left that in us is so that we would need to depend on him at every moment to be the love within us. Like, the, yeah, it's like surfing the wave of, of mercy that's always right there. One of the divine attributes is fidelity. And, you know, as, as you're saying, you know, it is in a, in a way fitting that we would be the ones that need 
to seek and then to find from him this faithful, this love, right? And God's never going to change that. He's never going to like, you know, love us more on one day than another day. You know, this day he loves you a lot. This day he doesn't love you as much. That doesn't change, you know, one of the yeah. divine attributes is fidelity, yeah. that he is constant, that that yes. he's, he's a rock and he's, and he's, he's, our, yeah. he's our fortress, like the Psalms yes. express it so beautifully, you know, our fortress, our, our stronghold, you know, my rock of salvation, you know, and those um, I have found in my own journey yeah. of spiritual uh, training that when I don't know what I, 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 I can say anymore, because just, I'm just confused about, you know, the world, myself, you know, yeah. um, you know, church, whatever it is I'm confused about, I can go to the Psalms yes. and I can pick one or two and just read them very slowly and deliberately. And it reminds me of God's fidelity, mm, you know, that's and that beautiful. it's, yeah. it's a, there's, there's a, a, a word in Hebrew, in fact, it's called hesed. Oh, I've heard that word. Yeah, yes. and what it means is it means covenant love yes. of God. Yeah. yeah, and so one of the oh, Psalms, I think beautiful. it's like one nineteen, is it repeats over oh. and over, "His love endures forever." Yeah, His love endures forever, and that word for love is Hesed, which That's is beautiful. which is covenant love, his faithful love, which is His yeah. faithful love. Yeah, that does oh. never, never does injury to yeah. us. Never has, um, you know. Um, never directs you know evil yeah. for for our doom or anything like that. Anything God does, it's because He's faithful and He wants to bring us to Himself. Yes, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really a wonderful thing actually to realize. Oh, I have these thoughts inside that aren't loving towards myself. You know, these thoughts they're not actually you know from Jesus, to be able to realize that and then start practicing the opposite virtue, you know, to love myself because Christ loves me and forgives me. I can also forgive myself and to make the choice and then to try practicing talking to myself that way and being patient with myself. It, I've actually experienced a lot of healing just practicing that. And, um, interior healing and I mentioned to you before you know before we started recording but um uh, just that sometimes when we're really really hurting inside we've been wounded deeply everything within us is crying out for for help like for mercy all of our emotions and our thoughts can become um confused yeah confused and yeah, mixed, because it's our raw emotions, the pain mm-hmm. we're suffering, the anger we feel towards ourselves, the anger we feel towards others, the fears we have. When we've suffered a lot, we've been through a lot, those can get stronger within us. And sometimes it's like you're in a storm and you don't know, it's hard to calm yourself and um, comfort yourself. You need someone to comfort you and tell you, no, it's okay, you're okay. Like, God forgives you. You made a mistake, or this person really hurt you. But Jesus loves you, and Jesus wants to heal you and show you his tender love. And I've been learning to take time, you know, when I do experience this storm, take time and calm myself and tell myself those gentle words. And it's amazing how much good it does. 
And I, I thought at first, this is so funny, you know. It felt very funny to me at first, but then I realized it's scripture because Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself and love one another as I have loved you. He really, this, and, and St. John says, little children, love one another. But if you don't love yourself with Christ's love, it's very hard to then give that to others. Yeah, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is this is beautiful because one of the the great gems of Catholic life and of spirituality is that we are continually given the resources to make up for whatever is lacking. Yeah. You know, and because of those resources, the spiritual gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the the moral, you know, sort yeah. of um, building up that we do by um, by our efforts and by our prayers and loving others, we really do start to, with Christ, we, we form him in us. And so then we start yes. to have, like you're saying, like more Christ-like thoughts about ourselves, more Christ-like thoughts about our conditions. Mm-hmm. We even see the people in the world that have wounded us yeah. in a different way because we see them as Christ yeah. wants to see them, right. which is they have dignity, they have yeah. beauty and value. No matter how bad they've, you know, right. been, Jesus, Longer. yeah, Jesus is longing for them, mm-hmm. calling them just like He's calling me and you, yeah, to be part of His kingdom. Yes. And so we have like those inner resources, <laughs> which we can con- constantly keep mining, you know, and and going yes. deeper and deeper into the into the spiritual aspect of our yeah. dignity and, and of our our, our God giftedness. Yeah, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is right there waiting to assist us. He is love. That's the most beautiful thing. God is love. Mm-hmm. And whoever remains in love remains in God. And it's it's a constant choice every day. Exactly. Like to, to bring our thoughts into obedience to Christ, as St. Paul puts it. Like, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Do you have uh, somebody in mind that you've, heard their story a little bit that you'd like to share? Yes, yes. I, um, I was speaking with a friend of mine recently who um, told me she was very afraid of Judgment Day. Um, and it turned, we were talking about it, and she said that she had done something in her past that she was so ashamed of. She had been to confession for it, but she could not forgive herself. She said, I can't forgive myself. I can't, I can't. It was so stupid. I can't believe I did it. And, um, and so she was afraid of Judgment Day that, you know, however it would go, she was afraid maybe that she would not be forgiven or she wouldn't be able to <clears throat> forgive herself. Mm-hmm. And so... I was talking with her and encouraging her really to receive the forgiveness of Jesus and recognize the reality that she was truly forgiven. And so this in itself can be so difficult when you look back at something you've done and it's just, you're so embarrassed or just mortified or, oh, you just feel the awfulness of it and you're like, why did I do that? It's so hard to forgive ourselves for something, especially if we hurt someone else that we've loved. Um, 
But one thing that helps me in these scenarios is to realize that God loves the person I hurt way more than I could ever imagine. And he was with them. And he was with them afterward, helping them. You know, he didn't abandon them. And my own prayers now for that person can help them heal. But most importantly, on Judgment Day, if Jesus is saying, I forgive you for this sin, you asked my forgiveness. But then, you know the story of the servant in the Bible where Jesus forgives this servant his huge debt, and then he goes to his fellow servant and is like choking him, like, Mm -hmm. pay me back, or, you know. (laughs) I had the image of, like, you're choking yourself. Like, you're like, no, you know you won't let go of the grip you have on yourself because you won't forgive yourself even though he there you know in that parable your master has been like you're forgiven i forgive you everything Mm -hmm. you're free to go yes you 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 have everything now and there i am being like no i won't i i hate myself i did this thing i can't you know give me back the money that you owe me yeah 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 it's like a strict retribution Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't let go. We won't like. We, we're all we're, we're all about calculus. It's, it's all about like the number. You know. Yes. Like, no, this is still owed to me. Exactly. I did this thing. I, you know, or we can do that with confession sometimes too, where we're like, you know, analyzing it, making sure we confessed it the right way, and all. You know, mm-hmm. like. Right. Yeah. Being scrupulous about yeah, yeah. how we mention things. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, no, no, please don't do that to yourself. Please Mm -hmm. don't, I don't want to do that to myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I have to like let myself be forgiven and forgive myself and love myself. And if I do that, I'm going to be running around here with so much joy, like a little, little prancing pony, you know, like A a child. Yeah, a child. Do you know what comes to my mind is that when children experience some sort of like a, you know, I don't know, like a little issue or a problem, someone hurts their feelings or whatever, you know, children usually realize, you know, they did something wrong. They'll say, I'm sorry. (laughs) And then the child who was the one who was uh, afflicted or hurt says, it's okay. (laughs) They'll they'll keep playing and they keep running around, you know, rolling around in the grass. Right. And it's like, We are, we are, we can be children yes. with that sort of, you know, abandonment oh, to that's beautiful, the, Father. the goodness that, that God offers yeah. to us. And, and that is the oh, good news yeah. of confession Yes, is once the sins have been absolved, yeah. you can roll all around the green <laughs> meadow. You can get all, you know, your, your, the fun, you can speed yes. up down the hill and then you can run back up the hill and then you can, you know, roll back yeah. down the hill and everything because you're free. Yes. You know? You can dance around in the sunshine. Yeah. You can do whatever you need to do. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah, don't go back into your yeah. into your car. You know, and tr- blast music, and you know, <laughs> go home and you know, start to criticize your spouse. And, yeah, you know, right. Be free. Be a child. Right. And and just rejoice. Yes, and 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 you and a little child sometimes too will, you know, if they hurt another child accidentally, they'll give them a little hug or like kiss mm-hmm. kiss where it their little hand, you know, if it hurt Mm -hmm. and you know, it makes it all better. It's like sometimes God allows us, actually I've seen it in in my own life and in the lives of others where he allows us a chance to make up for the pain we've caused someone else. 
you know, with an act of great love and great perfect, or what is that quote that love covers a multitude of sin? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a chance. It's not over. The story's not over. Right. Yeah. You don't have to stop with, uh, you know, oh, that happened and uh, things can't get better. Yeah. No, healing is all about the possibilities of restoration, right? And of, of about full health in Christ. And, yes. and that's like one of the best kept secrets in, you know, the church is that we have been through a lot. We have been through stress. We have been, yeah. you know, wounded by so many different things. Yeah. Th- those are facts. What's even greater than that is where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. And yes. while we, yes, do feel the effects of the yeah. hurts and of the disappointments and failures of people and, our, and of ourselves, grace can cover that with so much beauty yeah. and openness to the truth because... Once we realize who we are before God, we can move towards accepting that, you know, of who we are, and then rising to be called into this personal journey of restoration, yeah. which includes all the people that we're connected to, which is the body, you know, the whole yeah. church. That's mm-hmm. like, that's my ecclesiology for lesson that's for beautiful. the day. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like accepting? So we accept I, our, our, our weaknesses. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what it, yep. yeah. We accept our weaknesses knowing that God allows them to happen. God yeah. allows us to be the person yeah. that he created us to be. We're not perfect. We're not, yeah. you know, superheroes. You know, we're not, you know, Superman or Batman. We are yeah. sometimes wretched, right? Like, yes. like, the, like how the, the saints, saints say, say, they know it. We've been wretched. <laughs> but I'm called to be a child of God. And yeah. that means more to me. You know, than any, you know, silly, you know, definition about my, you know, my job or where I live or mm, how much money is beautiful. in my bank account yeah. or if my kids right. acted, acted out, you know, and, and, you know, embarrassed us. Right. Right. I mean, those things That's are, really are, are, are problems, of yeah. course, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but in the grand scheme of eternal life, yeah. I'm meant for, for, for him, yeah. you know, and, and my soul, yeah. I need to help oh. by accepting that. Yes. Yeah. Fact. I need him. And that yeah. he's on the, he's, have you ever heard of the, the poem, the hound of heaven? Yes. Yeah. That, that God, yes. the father is like this hound yeah. dog that continually <laughs> is on the, on the lookout and he's yeah. on the scent to, to, to find and to pursue us yes. and not just pursue us to, to hunt, you know, or to, you know, find us to attack us, but no. on the hunt to embrace us with right. his love. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like and tackle us. Like yeah <laughs> like Geronimo <laughs> yes that's beautiful father yeah it's yeah. one of the, it's one of the things that is hard for each of us to go into mm-hmm. deeply because we don't have a lot of yeah. free time to really you know meditate over those yeah. those concepts but I would encourage anybody to um, you know really do a couple of things that have helped me to accept who I am um, and and to you know daily just to accept mercy yeah. is um actually is a um an honest examination of yeah. my day which is called yeah. usually an examination of conscience mm-hmm. and i do that just before i go to bed usually and i don't even run through like the 10 commandments because you know generally speaking i'm not going to be breaking like a lot of the you know, 10 commandments like you know thou shalt not kill like thou shalt not steal yeah. you know um you know, honor your father and your mother, you know, so I don't go through an examination like that thoroughly, 
But I ask God to show me through the gift of the Spirit, to show me the events where He delighted in my mm-hmm. in, in, in my in my day, and that I could sense His presence. So that's the gr- the gratitude. Yeah. But also any any points of time which were difficult, and I didn't yeah. accept those moments yeah. you know, as as moments that were sent from God, yeah. and ask for in those moments, yeah. not not like a sort of depression about oh that didn't go my way. Yeah. But to, to ask for a certain amount of surrender, so that I can just offer to God, yeah. this this was this was who I am, and yeah, I'm sorry that there was any sin, yeah. And then I then I start what what I do at nighttime, which is my nighttime prayer, and then yeah. yeah. So that's one thing that I do. The other thing that I do is is just like you were saying, is that if there are times when those negative thoughts are starting to encroach and sort of starting to bite my soul or, or to leave a, like a discouragement in my soul. Um, generally speaking, you don't try and entertain those. You don't try and right. feed those, no, 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 no. those yeah. thoughts, right? Because when you feed the, the, the beast, yeah. it's going to get hungry and it's going to just, Worse, it, it's yeah. going to get, yeah, bigger. So um, generally, like you said, you know, to practice the, 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 the virtue of, you know, of being kind to oneself yeah. and having that sense of yeah. simple reality, you know, like this it might be a struggle at the moment, but God will bring me through it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ask for God's help at that moment. Yes. It's actually all right to love ourselves if when it's done the way that Jesus taught us to love ourselves, you mm-hmm. know, to love the way the way that Jesus taught us to love is supposed to be towards ourselves as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And, and when it comes to mercy, one of the, yeah. the images I like to look at the most is that of the crucifix and to, yeah. to, to meditate on love itself that poured itself out for us, you know, and accepted yes. the reality yeah. of the cross and wasn't ashamed. He wasn't ashamed of that reality. Yes. Yes. So those are my recommendations. Oh, those are good, Father. Yeah, he knows that we're sinners. He knows way more than we could ever imagine, but that didn't mm-hmm. stop him from coming for and us. And he knows us better than we know ourselves, so yeah. we can also rest in that truth that he's got everything yeah. and all the events that will be go- that have happened, that will happen in the future, yeah. that, that are happening to us. These things are for our good. These things will contribute to our eternal glory, yes. and uh, and that um, that is that is a very, I think, consoling fact. It's something that we have to get used to, yeah. You know, especially if there's a lot of um, stress or woundedness in our lives, to understand that God can permit this, and that while I endure it, I will be able to get even closer to Him. Right. Yes, and He'll be forming me into the saint that he created me to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, for his glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it ends up being, um, one of those things where, uh, you know, we're sinners, but we're saints, you know, saints current, currently sinners, but always with saints, yes, you know, saints in the making, saints in the making. <laughs> exactly. And in Baden and Aquasco and Kroom, want to yeah. shout out to my, my buddies in Kroom. Um, there are many, many holy men and women that are, um, daily, you know, taking up their their god-given duties um mothers fathers brothers and sisters um grandmothers that are um just wonderful examples of prayer 
comforting one another. And um, so I just want to acknowledge how important our community is to the whole process of mercy and of self-acceptance and of self, um, of of self, again, self-love in the, in the Christian sense. Exactly. Not self-love just because I can get all the things that I want to get and satisfy all my passions. That's not self-love. Loving oneself is like you've mentioned so well, letting Christ show you what the the deepness of his love is and the reality and the impact that can have on you. Yes. I've definitely... I definitely agree with you, Father. Here at St. Michael's, I've met the most loving, kind, patient people, and they've touched my heart so deeply. And their families, you know, many of these people have come from families that have lived here for years that had a very strong family bond. Like a, like I mentioned in the beginning about the heart of mercy is in the family. Um, one beautiful lady told me that her family was very poor, but they were so happy. They didn't even know they were poor because they had love. They had so much love in their family. And that really touched me because that tender love is what we need the most in this world. Um, you know, to be happy is the tender love. And we, if we receive it in our families, that's how we learn how to then mm-hmm. love ourselves. Love ourselves, and then we cultivate that because it becomes part of who we are. Right. And then we share yeah. that with the the people that we encounter in exactly. church, yeah. on the on the road down to uh, yeah. Hughesville. <laughs> yes. Uh, shout out to my friends in Hughesville. <laughs> See how the Baden yeah. Bulletin just expands. It's getting, it's, wait it's, a minute, Father. It's influence. Is, yeah, yes. exactly. What about Bryantown? Well, Bryantown is definitely part of us too. <laughs> they don't know it yet, though. <laughs> but but yeah, we're 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 expanding our our, our influence of mercy yes. to all the uh, the area. That's so, right. Um, yeah. So what um, I'd like to finish up with is. Um, the um, St. Michael's Feast Day comes up pretty soon. So if you're going to be listening to this uh, podcast in the next week or so, um, we're going to be starting a nine-day novena um, to St. Michael, and it's going to begin on Thursday, September 21st. In fact, what I'll be having is a a night of recollection, which I'll be leading at St. Michael's on Thursday night, the 21st, at 7 p.m., and um, we're going to have this novena. We're going to start it that day. And then we're going to say the novena prayer at our daily masses at the church up until September 29th, which is the Feast of the Archangels. Nice. So, um, yeah, I encourage you all who are um, in my listening area to, the, uh, to come to church on uh, Thursday night at uh, 7 p.m., uh, the 21st of September, and uh, we'll have the um, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. I'll give a reflection, um, time for confession, and then um, benediction. So it'll be one hour of, uh, of re- re- recollection that night. So I hope you all can put that on your calendars. Oh, that sounds great, Father. Yeah. St. Michael's sword is a sword of mercy and love. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really do think his sword is God's love. It's a flaming sword of God's love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which means his mercy to his faithful Hesed. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, his covenant love. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening, and uh, may Almighty God continue to shed his mercy upon you and upon all your family members.